Newsbreak podcast. Firstly, paint me a picture as to whereabout are you currently situated? Are you near where a lot of the attacks are taking place? Sure. So I'm currently in Dnipro. So at this very moment, I'm walking from the train station, um, which we are frequently visiting just to check for trains. We can't get transport out of the city. So all that's been done here is there's been attacks on military points and on the airport itself. So there was an airstrike which mm-hmm. happened yesterday uh, at the Dnipro International Airport. You say it's challenging to get a train. Are you trying to leave Dnipro at all? Yes. Yeah, so uh, the advice has been that we should try and get on a train as soon as possible because it's underground. So the situation now is that there's bomb shelters uh, situated all around the city and we just kind of have to look at the fortunately we haven't experienced it as yet in my district or in the city I haven't heard of it as yet so where do you want to go to then so the best way now out is probably to go through one of the countries like Poland Romania or Hungary or Slovakia where they are no forces on the border as yet mm. so there's no Russian forces from that side because they are NATO countries as well and are you saying then that it's just impossible to leave Ukraine at the moment it's seeming so yeah it seems as if we're just stuck here I mean I want to find out what happens then if you can't leave Ukraine are you just going to what stay in your home we just have to remain in our apartments the president has uh, announced martial law so there's people Basically, you just you have to be safe and be indoors, and there's a curfew as well. So the curfew starts at I think 10 p.m. They've said 10 p.m. and ends at 7 a.m. If you could paint me a picture, how traumatized are the people on the ground there in Ukraine? We've been seeing some horrific pictures coming through of people being hit on the street and buildings being bombed. What is the sentiment amongst the residents of Ukraine at the moment tensions are high people are talking about it locals are speaking about it people are asking us on the street how are we going to go home because we're foreigners you know um this is the type of vibe that's happening we can't have this no access to water at this point in time we're struggling to get water in the shops and also at the filling stations because we don't drink tap water here so this is a problem mm. and groceries are being bought at like crazy rates so shops are flooded like it's just a lot of panic and a lot of chaos you know yeah and how are you coping with this and getting through this in syria i mean you don't have water or food what uh, are you doing thankfully i was stocking up just prior to this because the tension was sort of reaching a peak you know and so i had anticipated this and my friends and i we had all bought like online and we had delivered so um we're okay with the food and stuff thankfully and even water we do have some but any any plans yeah. or, or desire to return home to south africa uh, you know amid all this chaos of course of course of course so the plan is now to just get straight to the border and from there jump on a flight back home mm. so that's my plan <laughs> yeah. i'll go on a mission here the ambassador has been really good as well i have to say Uh, he's been with us from the beginning of all of the starting he started a group chat i mean many students out here don't have the uh, privilege of an embassy 
And so it's been really good to have him mm. on board and helping us yeah. uh, through everything. And he's yeah. said to us, now, if we can get on a train, we need to get out. Yeah. So yeah. try and make your way to the West and get over the border. He's left our names at the Polish embassy. So he's done his part, you know. Ansuria, I, I want to ask you politically now. I mean, what we understand is Russia's reason for invading Ukraine and, and launching this attack is they want to uh, denazify Ukraine, as it were. And the Russian authorities are saying that there's a great deal of genocide that has taken place in Ukraine. What are the Ukrainian people saying about this? Do they feel threatened by Ukrainian authorities and Nazi onslaughts on the ground there? I've been in awe and I've stood in awe how together they stand in this crisis, you know. Given the history of Ukraine, and many people are not very aware of the deep history that, that lies here, you know, ties with Russia and so on. Um, they are scared. People are scared. People are worried for their lives, for their children's lives. But at the same time, they're not willing to give up this land very easily. But what are they saying? Do they think that Russia is trying to help them and save them? No, 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 not at all. So they know that this is just an attack on Ukraine. And I mean, there's a lot of animosity, you know. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.